Shalom Uvracha, everyone, and welcome to Yartzeit Yomi. All right, I'm a day late, but as I think most of you are aware, that yesterday, Chaf Dalet El was the 89th Yartzeit of the Rabban Shal Yisrael, the Heilige Chafetz Chaim, Yisrael Meir Kagan Zatzal, this, the foremost Torah leader of the 19th and 20th century. And I'm a little overwhelmed in trying to describe the greatness, the godless of the Chafetz Chaim. Where should I start? What should I talk about? Should I talk about his godless Batayra, the, the Ga'inus? Uh, if you look at the Mishnah Brewer, it's evident that the author had tremendous genius in, uh, in writing the, that uh, magnum opus, should I talk about his Asmada Satayra? He spent his days and nights a shakua and learning his impeccable integrity in his build in his business dealings. He owned a store, and uh, and how he sold his farm. His meticulous observance of of mitzvahs, supreme devotion to Avodas Hashem, the selfless dedication to Kalal Yisrael, his courageousness, even facing tremendous opposition. The whole mice when he was still a teenager, he ended up marrying his um, his stepsister, who was significantly older than him. A home of facing uh, tremendous from you know despite tremendous familial pre- pressures, I mean we, on and on we could talk, you know we could really literally have like a five minute seder, and I, you know there's star in the in the svarim of the chavetz chaim, chavetz chaim itself of course shemir saloshin, mishnah bruyami, I think we could have a seder discussing the chavetz chaim himself for five minutes a day, and in a year we wouldn't be finished describing the godless. But I think to bring out uh, what was it, Rabbi Sai? that was unique about the Chavetz Chaim, about this generational tzaddik and this Torah giant. What was it, how, can we try to express, you know, in a, in, a, in a very concise way, I think what set him apart from, from anyone else, from even from the great Gedele Yisrael, and I think as follows, you know, we all have, and I think this is what we're taught by our, by our madrichim, by our you know, leaders, that we all have a mission in this world. Each one of us has a topic that the other can't fill. If I could give a very personal example, just not that it's the uh, grace of tafkid of my life, you know, I've embarked on this with the encouragement of my Rebbe Baruch Hashem. I, uh, we do this Yartzat Yomi on a daily basis. Okay, we try to make it somewhat close to daily. Why? Because I, I had an interest in, you know, G'dayli Yisrael, very nice, G'daldik. And I think most people operate that, operate, operate that way, or should operate that way, to try to figure out what it is that is my tafkid, that's what, you know, what, what talents do I have that I could somehow uh, serve Hashem and somehow bring something to the Jewish people. That's, that's a very, you know, noble way of living to figure out what a person's tafkid is. Basically, when it comes to the Chavetz Chaim, I think it's important to understand there was nothing that was done because it was his interest or it was his talent. Everything, everything that the man said, did, or wrote was addressing a specific need. Just to look at the Svarim that he wrote. There was a specific need in Klai Yisrael that the Chafetz Chaim was addressing. Everything he did was that way. There was a Sefer, of course, of Adah the Chafetz Chaim that was written when he was his first and foremost work, the Chavetz Chaim, well, there's also the Mishnah Brewer, which was his later work, but the Chavetz Chaim, the Shmir Salashin, he saw people weren't being Nizar in the, in the Halachas of Shmir Salashin. So a Sefer was written. When he saw that the, the, when the Russian uh, conscription, cons, conscription policies forced many Jewish boys into the army, they needed encouragement and answers to basic questions. There was a Sefer Machne Yisrael. Then the tales of the breakdown of religion among the Jewish immigrants in America led to the Sefer Nidche Yisrael. <laughs> then came, then when, when the Chavetz Chaim saw that the practical laws 
They were being ignored. There was a safer of, of, of Avas Chesed, just like he saw by Shmir Salashan, a safer on Taras Mishpacha, when he felt that people weren't well well versed in the halachas of 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 Kachim, because Mashiach Kumbalt and Chabetz Chaim felt when Mashiach comes, we're not going to know what we're doing. Likute halachas, on and on and on. Everything that was said, written, and done was to address a need of Klai Yisrael. What is it that Hashem would want most? So it's just a different, you know, mode of operation that you're not thinking, what can I give? What is it that I could do? It was completely selfless. The focus was on nothing other than what does Hashem want most? What is most needed by Klal Yisrael? And even at old ages, he would he would go around at, 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 at um, advanced ages. He would travel to give chizik to Klai Yisrael to be mechazik shmir. Hamitzvah is incredible. Um, the uh, I, just to talk about the uh, the greatness of the Mishnah Brura that. There's really like two levels on which it could be learned. Of course, the Mishnah Brew that tells you just the simple lore, the simple background for the for the halachas of the Shulchan Aruch. But you know, if anybody had like the opportunity at one point to learn a sugya with the Mishnah Brura, to go into the background and to look up the different sources, and then you see a different nuance. It's like a whole new way of learning. The guyness, like with one sentence, and I have a close relative that was described to me, the Anechavrusa, that they did this they, to appreciate the brilliance, the beauty of the Mishnah Brew, the way the Mishnah Brew was written. I'm going to share with you two anecdotes that kind of express this point of how everything was done, l'shem, like a high, not just on l'shema, everything was done, what is it that needs to be done? It's irrelevant what, what, the, what the personal talents were, what the personal interest, there were no personal interests. It was irrelevant if he could do it, if he couldn't do it, if he was up to the task, not up to the task. This is what was needed to be done. This is what needed to be written. This is what needed to be said. When the Chavetz Chaim saw, again, because of the... Um, the uh, the conscription into the Russian army. So there were many Jewish soldiers that didn't have that didn't have kosher food. So Chaim saw that in 1923 the community must be organized to provide kosher meals for Jewish sol- soldiers, and he called the project Kessel Kosher, which means like kosher kettle. Now, of course, naturally, what's the first move to try to uh, to gain the support? You go to travel to Vilna to secure the endorsement and support of Reb Chaim Meiser. Reb Chaim Meiser was the Gadol Adar, even though the uh, Chavetz Chaim was 30 years his senior, but he, Chavetz Chaim recognized Reb Chaim Meiser and the Gadol Adar. So at the age of 85, you hear this? He travels to Reb Chaim Meiser in Vilna, and he tells him this, this issue, that we, we must provide kosher meals for the Jewish soldiers. And Rechaim Meiser said, listen, there's, it, it's very important, but there are other overriding considerations, and this, uh, you know, your campaign will be an opportunity. Turns the Chafetz Chaim to Rechaim Meiser, he says, okay, no, what can I do? And this is what the Chafetz Chaim said at the age of 85 to Rechaim Meiser. You know, people consider me to be a Yari Shemayim. Baut Geich of Yenevelt. Soon I'm going to be called the Elam Haba, and they're going to ask me, why didn't you provide kosher food for these for the for the Jewish soldiers. Sanu what will I say? I, I'll tell them that listen, I wasn't lazy. I made the trip, you know, past 80 years of age and I was weak. I made the trip to the Vilna. Uh, but the Gadaladar, Chaim Meiser said that was wrong. No, so who knows better than the Gadaladar to say to know what's right and wrong. <laughs> so Chaim Meiser said, okay, okay, you know. And Chaim Meiser knew he had been bested and immediately called a public meeting in the 
main shul, which was addressed by the Chavetz Chaim, and at that meeting, Kessel Kasher was born. It once happened by a Talmud, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Rabbi Ruchim, who had opportunity to look into the Chavetz Chaim, it's a fascinating account, that the Chavetz Chaim was talking to himself at one point, and he made like, the way it's described, uh, one of the, I think it's, it print, it's printed in one of the Svarim, that the Chavetz Chaim would make like a play, and the Talmud noticed, after trying to understand like what was going on, like different, you know, there were different people like talking to each other. He was peeking through a hole in the, in the private room of the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim was, uh, you know, people were just, oh, Rabbi Shalmeir, Rabbi He was going through like his later years of life, the Chavetz Chaim, and he was getting sicker, like Rabbi Shalmeir, and he, at one point, you know, he, in the play that the Chavetz Chaim was making of his own end of life, it was the Chavetz Chaim who had passed away, and they were, they were, the, as the Chavetz Kaddisha was, but again, this is the Chavetz Chaim presenting as a play, like, Oy, and, there was, and he played out his Leviya, where they were like, uh, beautiful Hespedim, and he's going up, and as he goes to Shemayim, they talk about how good he is, and the, the, the Malachim come and say, well, the Zuchuyos is very interesting, that the Chavaz Chaim is making this whole play to encourage himself. At one point, someone, like, as, the, as he comes to Shemayim and he has all these Zuchuyos and all the, you know, Malachi Asharis come to greet him, one Malach comes, whoa, 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 Yisrael Meir? Yisrael Meir, Yisrael Meir Lepmach. Er left. Er is Arasha. He's still alive. What's going on over here? Elepnach, Elepnach. He could do more. And, and Chavetz Chaim concluded this whole play screaming, Yisrael Meir Lepnach. He's still alive. Yisrael Meir Lept. He's still alive. Arizarasha. There's more to do. There's more to do. And with that, he would encourage himself. The tremendous um, selflessness and undying dedication to Klal Yisrael, to the Avedis Hashem, to, to do for Hashem's people. The, ever, the everlasting legacy of the Chavetz Chaim once more, again, that anything that he did, not only was L'Shem Shemaim was always addressing whatever was necessary to be done for Hashem and for his people. Yehei Zech Rabbaruch Zechusa Yagin